back, everybody, to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. Um, I really enjoy being here with you. I hope you feel the same. Um, as you know, here at Crosspoint, we're committed to the habits of the Christian life, among other things, but that's one that's important for our podcast. And one of those habits of the Christian life, one of those commitments is being zealous to be in God's Word, to be committed to reading His Word, studying it, and understanding it. And anything you enjoy doing by yourself is often can be fun doing it with other people. And so I'm here, uh, glad to be here this morning, and we've got a return guest today. Aaron is with us. What's up, guys? Hey, they can't see you out there. And I was okay, Aaron. Little insider thing here. This is a podcast, but I read a lot of blogs, so I almost always go. They can't hear you, or welcome to our blog, which is really <laughs> dumb, you know. So help me today. If I say something like that, go, dude, it's a podcast. Gotcha. Okay. I'll be on you. All right. So what we're gonna, what Aaron and I are going to do is we're going to use context to help us. We're going to pay attention to some rules of context. If you're new to the show, it'll become apparent what we mean, I hope, in a little bit. Nothing complicated, just simple rules of thumb to help us understand scripture. We're going to look to see how the scripture we use today points to Christ. And we're going to put the scripture back in its original context to see. So today we're in Galatians. So the apostle Paul helped plant and start a church in Galatia and then would send them communications and visit there to see how they were doing. And so this letter to them is one of those. And uh, the big context of this letter, so this, these are things we need to keep in mind if we're going to understand our verse. The big context of this letter is that there was a church that was started by the apostle Paul on the gospel that Jesus Christ, by his grace, that Christ was sent by God and was God, and that he died in our place for our sins and has freed us from the penalty and the power of sin by his death and by his resurrection from the dead, and that when he ascended to heaven, he poured out his Holy Spirit on people so that they could serve him in his power. And that's the gospel, and it's not by works, and it wasn't by adhering to the Jewish law or dietary codes or things like that. Now, in this church in Galatia, some teachers had come, and they'd begun to push the Galatian church in that way and say, Jesus is fine, grace is fine, but you guys need to observe new moons, Sabbaths, and things like that. And that's the way it is. So Paul is upset by this, <laughs> among other things. And so he's writing this letter, and that's one of the overwhelming contexts there. It's the overarching thing. Okay, so Aaron and I are just looking at this this morning. We One of the things we do on Crosspoint Scripture Podcast, I try not to do, well, not try, I just don't do extensive like research on the Scripture because I'm trying to be here with you guys, with the listeners, and saying, okay, when we open our Bible in the morning and we're saying, okay, God, I need to understand you, I'm trying to show you how just some good hermeneutical rules, just some good ideas of context and why and why the Bible was written and how can help us to just deepen our understanding. It's not going to make a scholar out of anybody, and there's nothing wrong with being a Bible scholar. I love to read their books and have benefited from it. But in the day-to-day -day trenches, we need to just be in our scripture, and that's that's the heart of it, okay? So our scripture today uh, comes from Galatians. Like I said, it's in the New Testament. It's a few after Romans. And uh, it comes from chapter 1 and verse 10. So... For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? I'm reading from the ESV. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? 
If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Okay. Um, a few things. Number one, I think it helps to have already known the context of Galatians because, Aaron, what do you think? To me, Paul sounds a little upset here. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. What are what are some things in, like, what about it made you feel like he sounds a little irritated or out of patience or something? Because uh, he repeats himself. Um, yeah, that's the main thing. Just the the overall tone of the the phrase seems like he's upset. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And that's, see, repetition for emphasis is definitely a good hermeneutical rule. And that's something Aaron's pointing out there. He's saying, you know, when you say things a couple times in a row, it's usually because you really mean them. So he sounds upset here. Am I seeking approval, man of God? Am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. We can also tell from this verse that Paul is answering an accusation. So we and that we don't know anything about because um, look at the, look at how it begins. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Now, if we're just reading this as a verse, um, how how should we know? <laughs> you know, if I'm just reading the verse, I don't know what Paul's doing right now because I only have verse ten. So I don't really know what he's doing if I haven't read Galatians before, or even if I have and I'm not familiar with it. Okay, so putting it back in its original context, okay, it's a letter from Paul to a congregation of people that he loves and that he saw get started in the gospel and now is um, upset because they're drifting from it to a kind of legalism. It helps a lot. Say, okay, that's the tone. That's why he sounds like this. But now we need to just go into a little bit closer context. So Aaron, let's go up to verse six. All right. And if you don't mind, would you just start from six and read down to nine? Yeah. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but that there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Yeah, I'm not laughing because this is light. It's not. It's so, it's like, okay, we said Paul sounds a little upset. I mean, this is, this is serious. To me, it gets about as serious as it gets, you know? And so it's pointing back to the context, which is Paul is putting forward and if you believe in the inspiration of the Bible like we do, he's putting forward under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that the Galatians are drifting from the gospel because someone is bringing them a man-made message and that they're doing it to please people, you know, to please themselves or to be, or to be popular. If anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. If you guys have read Paul, any of his letters and all this thing, he's not really the kind of guy to go around telling, to saying people should be cursed. He kind of laid down his entire life trying to see people saved. So for him to use these words, it's like, to him, you've reached the meat. You've reached the, the most important thing to him. And we can just tell this from, you know, the verses we're reading here. Okay, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching a gospel contrary to the one received, let him be cursed. Okay, now that he's using this strong language and being black and white and being very clear on where he stands, that helps us understand why in verse 10 it says, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Am I trying to please man? I think it's a rhetorical question because if you go back and read the verses that Aaron just read, 
you'd say, no, he is risking his relationship with the Galatians. He's not trying to please them. He's risking it. He feels like it's worth the risk to say, I'm astonished that you're so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. That kind of strict talking to them is risking his relationship with them. And then also, listen how he's talking to his rivals, his critics, the ones who are preaching this one. He says, not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. And then he says that even if it was him or an angel from heaven preaching something different than the original gospel, they should be accursed. And then in nine, as we've said before, now say again, anyone who's preaching a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. So to Paul, we can tell just from verse 10 that the gospel was so important that he was willing to risk his relationship with the Galatians. And then Aaron, what do you think? If Paul were to go, his critics come and find him, let's say or he comes back to the Galatians church after he said what he said in six through nine, is there any way for him to go? Well, I wasn't really mad at what you guys were doing. I was just trying to bring balance to your message. No, he's being very thorough. And this was in writing. Yeah. And being read in public. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's the whole point of 10 for, am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Am I trying to please man? If I, okay. Now the last part of it is if I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So this is, um, he's setting off a contrast we can tell here. So again, just looking at context, it works in big ways. It works in small ways. Um, in the ESV, that last sentence in verse 10 is divided into by a comma. Okay. So you can see he's setting off a contrast. So the first part of it says, if I were still trying to please man, comma, I would not be a servant of Christ. So he's setting off a contrast that says you can't do both. You can't be a man pleaser. That can't be your your total goal in life. It can't be the most important thing to you if you want to be a servant of Christ. So now I'm just asking this, Aaron, can you let you know, just thinking about Jesus' life and ministry that we see from the gospels. Can you remember any episode at all that comes to your mind from the Gospels where Jesus basically had to do what God was calling him to do and it ticked some people off, but he was kind of like, I don't, it's that, I don't care. Like I'm doing it anyway. Um, the first two examples that popped into my head were um, the money changers and the table. And that one is aggressively so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the others are healing people on the Sabbath. Yes, exactly. That was like the Pharisees are like, we don't do this. And Jesus is like, well, God does. Yeah. <laughs> that was it, <laughs> bottom line. Okay, now, and then if we think about Jesus's ministry um, from a large perspective, you could almost say that was the shape of his ministry. So, you know, like in the Gospel of John, it says Jesus appeared to his people and his people did not recognize him. They didn't know him and they rejected him. But to any that did receive him, he gave them the right to become the children of God. But doing what God wants instead of what people around him were calling for was kind of like Jesus 101, you know? Yeah. And uh, even to his mom, you remember one of my favorite stories, he's teaching a crowd of people and he's saying these wise things and it says there's a huge crowd pressing around him. And then towards the end, it says his mom and some of his brothers were outside the crowd uh, saying, 
send Jesus to us because he's at, because he's out of his mind. <laughs> that's hard. Yeah, I don't remember that one actually. That's hard to have your mom and your brothers be like, "Oh, that's our crazy son Jesus. <laughs> Tell him to come over here." I mean, that's debilitating. That make me want to quit. But Jesus just keeps going. So, okay, we've said on this show before, we take a verse of the day, but we warn about just reading a verse for the day. And this one I think is very shows us why. I'm not even sure how comprehensible this verse would be just as a verse of the day, other than I guess at the end you do get that, and it is a gospel idea. If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So it's like, okay, I get that. I think it gains more power by putting it back in the context of Paul's life, his ministry, the Galatian church, what they were going through. And then I think it gains more power by looking for Jesus in the verse. So that's that's the idea. And so if you love if you like that and it's helpful to you, then then Crosspoint Scripture podcast will be helpful to you because that's what we do. We try to look at scriptures in that way to equip us uh, to keep going. So there's way more to this than we have time to say. You know, obviously we could go on um, to verse 11 and keep going. You know, there's lots of things we could do. Like verse 11 says, for I would have, you know, brothers that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. So that should whet your appetite. You know, so Paul's setting a table here and it, and it should drive you on to read more. So why limit yourself to one verse a day? I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's helpful. I love the verse of the day because it's a great idea, but I would, I wish we would think of it more as an appetizer than a meal. All right. Well, I think that's it. Uh, Aaron, any closing thoughts or comments or? Uh, no, but, well, I guess one thing. Yeah. So when he says, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary, that stands out to me because he's talking about the angels saying something contrary to um, the gospel. Yeah. And what's that, what's that put you in mind of? It puts me in mind of something. What's it put you in mind of? Um. What? I guess a couple things. One, an angel that is speaking a gospel contrary to the actual gospel would be a demon. Yeah. Um, so it reminds me of Satan. Me too. Um, <laughs> like the SNL church lady. It might be Satan. I think it is. Um, yeah, I forget what the other thing was now. I wonder too it's about the outside me. packaging, you know. Like if an angel appeared to me. I would be very tempted to just listen to whatever it yeah. said. Yeah, that's true. So I love Paul. I mean, Paul is absolutely ruthless here about the gospel, you know? He's like, I don't care if a shining being appears to you from heaven and says something kind. If they do, and it's contrary to the gospel, accursed, you know? <laughs> I'm like, sweet. I can, you know, I, it's firm. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Hold, I get it. Hold to the gospel no matter who tells me. Yeah. Not my friend, not my brother, not my favorite entertainer, not my favorite musician. No matter who they are, if they contradict Jesus, don't listen to them. Yeah. There's another spot in the Bible where it talks about testing, um, testing the spirits, I believe is what it's yeah. the subject. Don't it's believe about every if spirit. It's, yeah, yeah. If it's, if it preaches the name of Jesus, then it is from God. But if not, then no. No, no matter how Cancel. it came into your life. I love it. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or any of them, I think 
Um, Easton Walker does our, and I don't think he does our editing. He does, but I think he told me today that he was working on polishing up our 50th episode. I find that hard to believe. Um, but there it is. So there's a big backlog there for you. If you're new to the program, you can go back and check out some of the new episodes. Mainly so you could poke fun at how bad we used to be (laughs) or, or notice that we haven't improved at all or whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. But, um, if you, if this is helpful to you in your walk with Christ, uh, thank you for all your encouragement and uh, welcome aboard. And if you've never um, recommended to a friend, why not go ahead and do that? You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. And you can find a link uh, to our podcast on thecrosspoint.com. And uh, you can always email with questions. That's how Aaron got hooked up with the show is to just email, text, or come find me at church if you're part of Cross Point Church in St. Louis here. Um, J-S-E-R-R-A at thecrosspoint.com with your questions or verses you'd like to hear on here. All right, so we'll see you next time.